Blog Talk Radio. What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm your host, this is Shiloa, also known as El Mayad on Facebook. Y'all know I got to play, play my little intro music. Keep the pressure on Ice Cube. Kill him, Ice. Sit back, watch the sports, 
eat some chicken and some watermelon and some some hot wings and some pizzas, and don't worry about be slaves. Come on, we're going to feed you good. We're going to poison you, but it's going to taste good while we do it. So they don't ever want us to put the pressure on them. Got to put the pressure on. So you, so uh, go on YouTube, look that song up, uh, download it on your phone, and listen to it every day because that is what about getting out of the matrix is all about. You got to keep the pressure on the powers that be. Okay, tonight's show is going to be how to properly profile a socially awkward or damaged man or male. And um, I'm doing this for the sisters because I don't have to really teach men this. Um, this is something that females are going to have to learn. So let me open up by saying greetings to the Nine Mind Sacred Sisterhood clan. Excuse me, I'm drinking my tea. Uh, peace, protection, prosperity, and most of all, wisdom be upon we all and those we love. We'll be continuing part three of the uh, gynocracy series discussion on tomorrow's show, but uh, in this age of gender wars and finger pointing, we must look to the past in order to understand our history. So it is with, indivi- so it is with individuals. You must get to know something about a person's past in order to understand why they are the way they are. So I was given this message from the Motherhood Council, from the ancestral realm, you know, uh, as I do my meditations and I do my sun gazing and my walking, uh, you know, I get my messages, and a lot of my messages come from the uh, Council of Women, the Motherhood, the Mother Council, because um, that is the energy that is really needed to heal the planet. The mother energy is needed to heal the planet. You know, we we as women need to get back into our mother energy. And I'm not talking about the false mother because you have to realize the matrix uses mother energy, which is why our brothers keep saying we're under a matriarchy. But the feminine energy they use is the feminine, they use the whore. They use the whore of Babylon. And the whore energy and the mother energy is not the same energy, okay? The whore energy teaches men to hate women. That's why that energy is not good. Now, can you use it to get what you want from men? Yes, but it also teaches men and it puts them in an energy of hatred toward the female sex. And that's why the whore energy is not the energy to use when you are trying to get a very imbalanced planet of males who are very much out of balance because they have been under whore patriarchy. Patriarchy is about taking the feminine energy and taking her out of her mother energy and making her a whore. That's what that's what that's what uh, Greco-Roman patriarchy is about. So um, that's that's why black men try to say we are under a matriarchy. No, you are under a matrix matriarchy. Put, put the matrix in front of it, and then I'll agree with you. But when you're saying you're under a matriarchy, no, you are under a matrix matriarchy where they have given, uh, uh, have encouraged women to tap into uh, the whore energy, the whore frequency. And this is not a frequency that makes men want to build for you, protect you, or do anything but exploit you sexually, which is why sex trafficking and human uh, slave trading and sex trafficking it is at an all uh, all-time high. That is because the patriarchy wants to keep us in the Babylon whore energy frequency. 
we must leave that frequency behind. Okay, let me get back to, uh, let me see, the age of gender war, finger pointing, da-da-da-da-da. Okay, I read that. Okay, so, yeah, so the Motherhood Council gave me this information from the ancestral realm. So there are a lot of socially awkward and really damaged people in the world today, both male and female. And this affliction goes beyond race. But because normally socially damaged women rarely turn into gender abusers, sociopaths, killers, and kidnappers, uh, et cetera, uh, it is the socially awkward and socially damaged man that I want to address and focus on and to just share how you can identify, sim- identify them simply by what they say and how they think. So, yeah, I want to focus on the man because, um, you know, socially awkward females, they tend to, uh, they begin to abuse themselves. You know, women, uh, are, are everything is internal. Uh, you know, we abuse ourselves, which makes us easy to be targeted. So I, that's why I want to focus on the socially awkward man as opposed to the female. There are socially awkward and damaged females, but they don't usually turn into killers or sociopaths or psychopaths and things like that. And, uh, yes, they do suffer from narcissism, but like I said, women tend to self-inflict uh, 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 abuse upon themselves. And if they got children, yeah, they're probably afflicted upon their children, but they don't really turn into predators and go out there seeking to find men that they can uh, uh, just destroy and abuse. So that's the answer. So, like, why is she just talking about the men? Well, it's women fucked up, too. I, I, you're right. The women are fucked up, too. But I've just explained why I choose here at the Nine Mind Sacred Sisterhood to focus on the man because he is the most dangerous. He's the predator. He's the born predator. Women are not born predators. Women have to be made predators. Men are born predators. So, therefore, he's the most dangerous. Okay, so where was I? Uh, So it is the socially awkward and socially damaged man that I want to address and focus on and just to share how you can identify simply by what they say and how they think. In this age of having to find mates and dates online, we are going to have to become better and better at learning how to read personal profiles. Yes, you're going to have to be able to personally profile people. Yes, especially if you're online dating. Now, potential employers spend lots of money on companies who do nothing but assessment profiles on employees looking for jobs, but rarely do we know how the results of these assessments determine whether you will get this job or not. Uh, If you did not get a call for an interview after applying for a particular job, but your criminal background and your credit check background checks were all good, but you didn't get that call, the reason was is that you failed at the profile assessment part of the employment process. That's where you fail. you like, my credit is good and my background check, I don't have a criminal record, but I applied for this job and this job. Well, every job now gives an online profile assessment test where they ask you a bunch of questions. Usually they are 100 They can be up to 100 to 200 questions where they ask you different questions and they will ask you, do you agree, disagree, strongly disagree, unsure, blah, 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 and you have to check. And they ask you uh, oftentimes the same question but in different ways. This is a profile assessment test. They are assessing your profile. 
They are trying to assess what type of person are you. Are you a predator? Are you a narcissist? Are you a, 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 a sharing person? Do you trust people? Are you a potential uh, risk? Uh, will you get mad and come back and blow up the company? They, they So that's why they give these assessment tests, and they spend a lot of money paying companies to do these tests. And all I'm saying is that in the age we're living now, we have to do the same thing when we are dealing with people. You must learn how to create an assessment test profile for yourself that when you're out, let me see, uh, okay, Okay, so I was saying, well, today when we date online or go out to sports bars or wherever you go where there are people doing doing, doing your own personal profile assessment interview is going to be a must do for yourself, and you're also going to have to teach your kids. If you have children of dating ages, you older people, you better teach them how to create a profile assessment test that they can give people and it will save their life. It, it, it ain't no, it might, it will save their life. We live in a world where we've got immigrants coming here from all over the world. You don't know these people. The United States have let a lot of criminals into America. So a lot of these people from other countries, they're not coming. You know, these aren't your uh, uh you know, the Huxtables coming over here. This is not uh, uh, June and, and Wally Cleaver of Lever the Beaver that's coming over here. You know, they are letting some very sick people into the country from every fucking where. So you better teach your children how to do these profiles. You are going to have to learn that when you meet a person, the first thing you want to find out is what do they want Why are they talking to me? What is their interest in me? So as a female, when you're out and a man approaches you, you want to find out, oh, okay, I know he's interested in me, but I need to know why. Why me? This this bar is full of women. This club is full of women. Why did this one pick me? Now, the ones who will be easily to uh, men profile so they know that there's a certain type of energy a female gives off, and the energy she gives off will let him know if she's easy for the two, the three T's. The three T's, is she easy to trick, is she easy to trap, and is she easy to traffic? So a predator is about trick, trap, and traffic. Trick, trap. Traffic. Now, usually these women are the uh, attention whores. She's got on her little short dress or she got on whatever outfit, but she thinks she the shit. She don't, she don't see nobody up in that club, oh, I want all the attention on me. Well, guess what, honey? You're going to get the attention. You're going to get the attention of the predators who, who go out for that particular reason because every time uh, every man that's out at a club that doesn't mean he's there because he likes women predators always hang out where their prey hangs out so a pedophile is going to be where a pedophile is going to be where children hangs out so don't assume that everybody is 
out there for the reason that you are. You out there, girl, I want to find some fine men, and I want to find me some, you know, get somebody to buy me some drinks. Okay, that's innocent. There's nothing wrong with you wanting to go out and get that, but just know that that environment also attracts people who are not well-meaning. And you need to be able to profile them. You need to be able to know who they are. You need to be able to see the signs. So you can't be drunk. You can't be all giddy. You can't be all stuck on yourself with your with your head up your ass uh, about how good you look because you need to be able to pay attention and watch people. You need to be people watching because, trust me, predators are always watching. Okay? So what you need to do is uh, understand that when men approach you, they're going to ask you specific questions. And there's a reason why they ask these questions, because they're trying to find out things about you, your vulnerabilities, your weaknesses, what you're passionate about. Are you looking for a man? You know, first thing they know, what a pretty thing like you. If you don't have a ring on your, your finger, he's like, oh, you're not married? Why Why somebody so, so pretty ain't married? Uh, you take that as a compliment. He's not complimenting you. He's, 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 he's gassing you up so you can fill him in on information that he needs for his profile of you. And so usually what they do is they will give you a compliment to get you to talking. So you females are going to have to understand what line of question men start off with to find out certain information. The age question is another thing, is another thing. They want to know how old you are because the older you are, he knows you got some fucking wisdom about how men are. So I would suggest to women, you never tell a man your age. You don't tell him. You just don't be honest about it. Why? It's not about being uh, deceptive, but because men are natural predators, and when you give him your age, when you give him his age, then he knows she's too old. She knows too much about men. She has too many life experiences. I'm not going to be able to play her. So when I'm out, especially if you don't look your age, so even if you look your age or don't look your age, a man, a stranger you have just met does not need to know your age. You don't have to tell him, say, listen, I only give out information on a need-to-know basis, and at this time, just meeting you, that's not anything you need to know. He's like, well, I'll tell you my age. They'll come back with that because they tell that to me. I said, I don't want to know your age. Have I asked you your age? I tell them just like that. I said, I haven't asked you your age. I said, because as far as I'm concerned, the same way I feel about you don't need to know my age and I don't know you, I don't need to know your age. We we probably won't even talk no more. We may not even be sitting here talking to each other the next 10 minutes. So it's just certain things you have to understand, certain questions that a man asks that he's a total stranger to you, you, you have to let him know, I'm not going to tell you that. I don't feel you need to know that right now. He's like, well, why? Were you shamed or something? You ain't got to be ashamed and they're going to come back with that. You No, no, it's not about being ashamed. You just let him know. You are a stranger to me, and as a stranger to me, that's not something you need to know. You don't need to know my whole life history in 15 minutes and we sitting in the bar, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you that certain type of men – who are socially awkward, 
I want to let the sisterhood know what makes these men socially awkward. And what makes them socially awkward is many of them, many of them do not have experiences with females that are outside of non-sexual females. I mean, non-sexual experiences. In order for a male to remain balanced, he needs to have experiences with females of various ages that are not based off sex. Now, under normal conditions, he would get these experiences from his great-great-grandmother, his grandmother, his mother, his aunts, his sisters, and their friends. You see what I'm saying? So if he has these women in his life, these are women, these are all women, he's not going to have a sexual relationship with. So he's going to learn things about women and women's needs that don't require sex from him, which gives him the balance that he's going to need. Now, you've got a lot of men walking around, they don't have that balance, and the reason why they don't have it is they have not had these critical relationships, these grandmother relationships, these mother relationships, these relationships, these good, positive, nurturing relationships with sisters and aunts and mothers and grandmothers. When you run across a male or a man who has not had these type of relationships, he's going to have issues because most of his wish, his relationships with women probably has been based off of him paying prostitutes or he found some woman who was hard, down on her luck and, you know, she might have needed a gas bill paid and, you know, pay my gas bill and I'll have sex with you. And th- these are not the type of relationships that's going to cause this male to have positive uh, uh, identifications and uh, perspectives about the female opposite sex. If his only interaction with females is that he has to pay her for her time He's going to be bitter, he's going to be angry, and he's going to see all women in a very negative, negative light. And it's going to come out in his conversation. So all you have to do is talk less and ask him certain questions, and it's going to come out. Oftentimes in, a, in, 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 in meetings when we are out dating or meeting, the woman seems to uh, uh, she, 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 she over-talks. She talks too much. So you're going to have to pull back from over-talking and kind of be more like a counselor, like a psychiatrist. You notice that when someone goes to, uh, to a psychiatrist, the psychiatrist information um, out of the person that they really don't want to give it up. They really don't want to talk about their past. They don't want to talk about anything that has traumatized them. So a skilled psychiatrist, you must learn how to pull that information out of the person. And if that person gets uh, defensive or angry, you have to cut it off. You got to know when, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm triggering something, let me shut up. So you got to know how to get the profile without letting the person know you're profiling them, and you got to know how to delicately ask questions without this person thinking that you are really uh, um, 
you know, profiling them. You There is a art to it, and the more you do it, the better you will get at it, but you can't do it high and drunk. That's for damn sure. So a lot of times women go out and she get a good drink in her and she just gets too mouthy. She gets too bold. How much money you make, where you work at, you can't do that. You just cannot do that. You just cannot do that. So you have to stay sober and you have to be able to ask the proper questions. You got to know uh what uh, and and timing is another thing. You got to know when it's appropriate to ask questions. Sometimes when I'm sitting in the bar and a guy is asking me, now if we're somewhere in the corner and it's quiet and it's just me and him one on one, we can talk about everything under the sun. But if we're somewhere and it's just loud and you just really can't hear and can't talk, say, listen, I'm I'm not trying to get into a deep conversation. It's loud in here. I'm screaming, having to scream. You're having to talk loud. This is just not the place. But, you know, you want to go to breakfast? You want to go to breakfast or something? You suggest going to breakfast uh, if you feel comfortable. But I would always suggest going somewhere in separate cars, and going somewhere public. You never go anywhere with a strange man by yourself. And then you can continue the profile. You can continue the profile assessment test. So you write down and see everybody's different, so I can't give you my questions, okay? Because the questions you are going to ask is going to be based off of your feelings that you're picking up from this person's energy how this person is looking, how this person is dressed, how this person, you know, what they're drinking, uh, do they seem to be depressed, are they there to get drunk, are they there to socialize, are they there to turn up, you have to factor all this in. You have to factor all of this in before you start your profile. Now, if it's someone you are just totally disinterested in, then you just turn them and say, "Listen, I'm 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 sitting here and I'm 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 really trying to text. You know, pretend you're texting, uh, pretend that you're making a phone call, and then you can tell that person, uh, listen, I'm I'm on the phone right now, and you know, they will know to walk away and leave you alone. So you have to find ways how to um, deal with oh, who's my number? Deal with these uh, socially awkward men. Okay." Uh, 90 seconds, the show is about to uh, uh, finish the live stream. For those of you who are on the line, stay on the line for the next 10 minutes of the show because it's going to be 10 more minutes. But, um, yeah, where's my go get my you-know-what? I'm on I'm on the air. Go get it. I sent you the text. I'm serious. You can go get it now. So, so you saying you're not gonna get it? All right, all right, all right. Appreciate you doing me that way. All right. Okay. Uh, he won't get a favor out of me anymore. Sorry about that, y'all. That was one of my sons. But um, yeah, you have to um, understand that a lot of these socially awkward men. Uh, it's based off of them having not been in contact with women, one. So if you're talking about men who have gone to prison, men who have been uh, in long-term military, 
men who have never been married, these are the ones that you have to uh, it you. <laughs> so uh, if he's never been married, he's been in the military a long time, um, if he's um, been in prison, these are men who have not been around women for long periods of time, so they they are going to be uh, a little um, unfeeling. They're going to be, um, you know, they're, they're, it's all about them. They don't really care about your needs. So you'll be talking about, oh, I'm a mother and I have a, a daughter, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He hasn't come from an environment where he was trained to care about a family structure. So you need to understand when you're dealing with a man who is totally alienated from any type of family structure. He, he, he doesn't visit his grandmother. He doesn't have any aunts, uh, whichever one you want me to have. I'll be finishing in a minute. The biggest. I, the biggest. Huh? <laughs> I'll take the biggest. <laughs> I ain't got no shame in my game. Um, but um, I forgot my point. Yeah, so when you're dealing with these men who do not have these necessary relationships with women that are non-sexual and his whole agenda is to get you, win you, and pay just enough so he can get you in the bed, these men are usually, you're going to have a problem out of them. You're going to have a problem out of these type of males, and trust me, it's probably more of them out there within the black race because of the prison situation and the broken family structure of the black race. So when black women feel that they um, get along better with white boys and white men, it's because white men have these relationships with their women intact. They have good relationships with their great-great-grandmothers, their grandmothers, their mothers, sisters, aunts, their family structure was not destroyed and decimated the way ours was. So you see a lot of this uh, awkwardness in the black male, and this is why. So as females, you're going to have to understand that most of the black males and men you encounter are going to be awkward, socially awkward, and made impossibly damaged because of the lack of these relationships that they did not cultivate and get growing up. When uh, Back in my younger years, I used to have guys that really liked me, and, you know, it, it wasn't going to work out sexually. I didn't want to have sex with them. They wanted me sexually. I didn't want them. And I would tell them, listen, I, I don't want to have sex with you. We cannot have a sexual relationship and but we could be friends. And they would tell me, no, I'm not interested in being friends. You know, if I if I can't smash, if if we ain't gonna be uh uh you know uh 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 up buddies, then you know that's all right. I'm good. And oftentimes these males deprive themselves of having a relationship with an intelligent female that can help bring the balance that they need, but because they're so preoccupied with the conquest of sex, they turn away females who could otherwise 
be very, very good female friends to them. And I've, I've, and I've experienced this myself. You know, I can't tell you as a single mother, when I was raising my sons, men would not deal with me unless it was on a sexual basis. And really the only men who would deal with me and would be cool with it not being sexual were married men. You know, married men would come to me for counseling. They would tell me, you know, everything wrong with their relationship. But the single ones, as soon as they find out that I am not going to break her and conquer her sexually, I'm out the door, I don't want to talk to you no more, bye. And these males don't understand you need to have females around you that you are friends with that you are not having sex with. You need that wisdom. You need that interaction. You need that that relationship. You need that for your own growth. So when, and I don't care how, you're like, but damn, goddamn, she's so fine, that ass, though. I mean, bam, she built like a brick shit house. Well, then them is the ones that you shouldn't mind having as a friend. What you want, you want some ugly cross-eyed bitch to be your best friend? You know, you got to be willing to see beautiful women and not have to have all of them sexually. Have a few of them as just your best friend. It's not going to kill you. Matter of fact, it will help you. So I'm hoping that bringing this information out will let males know that where you're going wrong, every fine woman don't want to fuck you, but she still may want to be your friend. Allow that friendship to be, okay? Allow it. Accept it. Be her best friend, you know? If she needs a car ride, give her a car ride. Because, see, with men, everything is about sex. I can't help you unless I'm fucking you. Can I get a ride? No. Where your man at? Where your man at? Get your man. Get that nigga that's fucking you to do. You know, that, we, we got to stop this, people. We got to stop this. Black male, you need some healthy relationships, non-sexual relationships with intelligent women, beautiful women, young women, old women, the whole gamut. You need the grandmother types, you need the mother types, you need the aunt types, and the sister types. You need all types of friendships with women to balance yourself out. If you meet a female and she don't want to fuck you, don't say, well, I don't want to fuck with that bitch. I don't want to be around her. Stop doing that because that's why we're walking around so damaged and we don't know how to cultivate relationships with no fucking body. And you need relationships to create, to build, to have neighborhoods, to have communities. Females the same way. If you ain't interested in no older men, you need to be able to cultivate relationships with men of all age groups who are not predators and sexual deviants. You need the father types. You need the grandfather types. You need the uncle types. And you need the brother types. Non-sexual relationships, it has to go both ways. Otherwise, you're going to wind up being socially awkward and socially damaged, and I'm just here to expose to you how this damage occurs, okay? So when you profile a man, ask him, you know, who, did you know your grandmother? Or tell me something about your family. If he can't tell you about his grandmother, he from his mother's side or his father's side. He don't have a good relationship with his mama. 
He ain't got no sisters he talking to. He don't know no aunts. You probably need to run. You probably need to run. If he has no relationships with any females, that's a non-sexual relationship that he uh, has maintained on a regular basis, that you probably need to run away from him because nothing about him are you going to be satisfied with. He's going to be awkward. He's going to be damaged. He's going to be narcissistic. He's going to be bitter, and he feels like women are for one thing and one thing only. The only thing he's interested in what he can get from you sexually, and there's only so much time he's going to invest in attempting to get that from you, and then guess what? He's on to the next female. And usually these type of men end up with very damaged, traumatized females with low self-esteem, and then they end up hating these females because the the females like myself with a high self-esteem, he didn't want to give me the time of day because I'm like, you can't get in my pants in the weekend. You know, I'm too psychologically stable. Okay, so I thank you for listening to the show. I'm closing out the show with my outro music. Listen, i got to stop this for a minute because I need to play my outro music. My son came over here. What did you do, turn the sound down? Mm-hmm. Okay, hold up. All right, thank you all for listening. Share the shows. Appreciate the Nine Mind Sisterhood. Set up your profile assessment and learn how to profile when you are dating. Teach it to your children. Know what questions that you need to ask. Know what questions you should not ask uh, or answer a strange male that you know. There are certain things that it's okay to tell him. There's other questions that he don't fucking need to know, and you don't, you know, but you got to do it in a very tactful way. You cannot be high, you cannot be drunk, and you just cannot be out of control. You must sit in the chair of a psychiatrist and look at men as your patients. Thank you for listening. I am Shiloa, also known as El Mayot. Uh Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on my Twitter. And, hey, let's try to work at helping one another become better versions of ourselves, okay? Killer Mike, Ice Cube, put the pressure on them.